This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. I'll bet you anything that Joe Biden could beat the daylights out of Trump in a, in a push-up contest, for example. And Trump knows it too, although if it was a cheeseburger eating contest, it might turn out differently. Ah, uh, yes, the former chair of the DNC, the former governor, the man that inflicted the permanent campaign on the United States of America, Howard Dean. He should be in handcuffs, don't you think? More hand- We're going to need a lot of handcuffs. Uh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Well, happy Wednesday to you. Happy hump day. Today, uh... A difficult day in the Clinton household. You know, Bill Clinton, he views every Wednesday as hump day. Hillary Clinton wakes up every Wednesday morning, face down in a pool of her own dried vomit, on their linoleum kitchen floor with an empty one-gallon cardboard box of cheap New Zealand Chardonnay next to her. The Secret Service standing over her, shaking their heads once again. Oh yeah, it must be Wednesday, they say. And welcome back to all of you. We continue to be reachable at 888-630-9625, 888-630-9625. We got a lot of crazy out there. We call them Democrats. They're really not Democratic at all. They're lefties, and they're crazy, and they're anti-American, and they're gender dysphoric, and they're violent, and they riot, and they loot, they carjack, and they destroy businesses and and economies, and then they tell you that everything's great. Just like on the front page of the Washington Post today, the economy is roaring. The banner, near banner headline, it goes uh, three-quarters of the way, uh, four-fifths of the way across the front page of the Washington Post today. The economy is roaring and immigration is a key reason. Yeah. Yeah, crime is roaring. Murders are roaring. Sexual assaults. And immigration is a key reason when they say immigration. This is a code. i got to whip out my Democrat to English decoder ring here. The word immigration means illegal Venezuelan gang members. And they just uh, use the word immigration as shorthand. That's uh, They like to use shorthand. Uh, oh, today is also Mailbag Day because it's Wednesday, and I, I have the mailbag questions right here in front of me, and I will share with you the mailbag questions and answers. I hope I hope that I have answers for all these things. But we also had a uh, primary election in the state of Michigan, a great state, a wonderful state. But Democrats have—they've uh, imported a lot of jihadis, a lot of genocidal anti-Semites. Of course, a lot of the Democrats who are white kids born in the suburbs, they've been, they've been converted into genocidal anti-Semites too. They think it's liberalism because they're pro-Hamas. A lot of confusion going on out there. Wait a minute, you're pro-Jihad and genocide of the Jewish people at the hands of radical Islamic terrorist groups being funded by Iran, Iran being funded by the Democrats in the United States, so they can kill all the Jews 
and the Democrats are raising our kids, not mine, of course, but other people's kids, to be uh, genocidal anti-Semites. I'm signing the cross. I, uh, no, that was never for me, not for me. But we got, uh, you know, even Eric Adams in New York is calling for an end to this sanctuary city thing when, when the illegal aliens come to New York and commit felonies. He thinks now this is all new for him because he's a maroon and he thinks now they should be turned over to ICE, Immigration Customs Enforcement, for uh, the guillotine. Guillotine, guillotine. And we've got more and more Salvadoran, and in particular Venezuelan. There's this Venezuelan crime wave. I was on my uh, television show on Newsmax last night at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. on the West Coast, on Newsmax TV, and on with Mercedes Schlapp. And Mercedes is a Cuban-American. Her parents escaped the scourge of communism in Cuba, made their way to the United States, to Florida, and so on. And I, uh, I turned to Mercedes last night. I said, well, you remember the Cuban crime wave? Right, the kid. She's like, "What?" So you remember the Cuban crime wave, you know, with the Mariel boat lift and and uh, Fidel Castro, communist, and his uh, brother Raúl Castro, communist. They love Che Guevara, and so do the Democrats. They love murderers and racists, which Che Guevara was. Uh, and and uh, so you remember the Cuban crime, Mariel boat lift, because the communist. Castro brothers, they emptied their prisons and their mental institutions, their insane asylums, and they put all of their criminals and mental cases on boats for the United States of America. And they ended up here, and we had uh, the Cuban crime wave, and uh, all really all we got out of it was the movie Scarface, which is a good, fun movie, but, you know, that's all. And that and murders and the drug, uh, you know, and all kinds of crazy stuff. But um, one good movie was not a good trade-off for all that. And now we've got the Venezuelan crime wave. The Democrats have created it once again, and they're fleeing once again uh, Venezuela, a socialist paradise. It's, and they got a dictator there, Nicolas Maduro, who's a criminal, and he's in charge of the country, and he emptied his prisons and sent his criminals to the United States of America, and now they are criminals in the United States, and criminals do what criminals will do. And that is they commit crimes that murder, rape, kidnapping, robberies, organized retail theft, you know, criminals. And the Democrats love crime. The Democrat Party loves crime. Everything they do creates more crime. They prosecute the police and free the criminals. They open our border and ring a dinner bell. They tell Nicolas Maduro, Oh, you're going to empty your prisons and send them here? Well, we're going to welcome them because we're generous and we care, right? So now we have the Venezuelan crime wave, which is like the Cuban crime wave of the Mariel Boatlift days and the Scarface days. And and it's going to be uh, killing people in the United States for a long time and more. Now, that's completely crazy, of course, but that's your Democrat Party. Amazing stuff. Now, let's get to Michigan before we get to the the Venezuelan, what are we going to call it? the Venezuelan vendetta? The because uh, you know, uh, Cuban crime wave. You got CC. It kind of rhymes, and the Democrats love things that rhyme, don't they? They're always rhyming out on the street and standing in traffic and gluing themselves to things and demonstrating their gender dysphoric mental illnesses. Uh, the Democrats are in a really really bad place. But uh, let's get to, let's get to Michigan and the and the primary there last night because a lot. A lot happened. And President Trump mopped the floor with Rashida Tlaib, right? I said Rashida Tlaib because she's in the headline in front of me. 
uh, with Nikki Haley. Rashida Tlaib was was pushing for the Democrats to vote for jihad, and more than 100,000 Democrats did vote for jihad because Rashida Tlaib, who is a committed jihadi, asked that Democrats vote for uncommitted, and more than 100,000 Democrats voted for uncommitted. The rest of them voted to be committed, and they should be for the most part. Now, let's go to uh, let's go to soundbite number one. President Trump on the telephone uh, after his victory last night at the uh, Michigan Victory Party. President Trump, he's grateful. I just want to thank everybody. This was a great day, and we have to win on November 5th, and we're going to win big, and it's going to be... Uh, it's going to be like nothing uh, that anybody has ever seen. We have the worst president in the history of our country, the most incompetent and the most corrupt president, and we can't let this continue. So uh, the date, November 5 and January 20th, when we take over, cannot come fast enough because we're going to make America great again, greater than ever before. And um, on the phone. Uh, but uh, President Trump, November 5th, Election Day, January 20th, Inauguration Day. We have the most uh, incompetent and corrupt president in the history of the country and uh, going to win big. And I, I got to tell you, you know, the, the illegal immigration, the illegal immigration um, news, the, the reality the Democrats have inflicted upon us, now, according to the Gallup polling organization, George Gallup's outfit, illegal immigration threat level, threat level, right? And now, according to Gallup, 55% of us Americans, well over half, believe that the illegal immigration threat level is critical, 55% critical threat level. Another 31% say it is important the threat level from illegal immigrants, illegal aliens invading our country because the Democrats are inviting gangs into the country to destroy New York City, dragging women down the street, stealing their Vespas and scooters and and stealing their phones and emptying their bank accounts, uh, all the sexual assaults. And only 14%, only 14% believe it's not important, the threat level from illegal aliens. The Democrat Party and Joe Biden are doing everything they can to see to it that our country is ravaged, crime-ridden, non-English speaking, filled with foreign gangs uh, marauding through the streets. And even if we could arrest them all and put them in jail, we couldn't afford how many? Eight million illegals into the country. And I I think that doesn't even count the gotaways. We're looking probably at 10 million illegal aliens under Joe Biden. Joe Biden's first year. Now, in 2017, President Trump, illegal immigration reached, I think, a 44-year low because President Trump said, we're going to control our border. That's all he has to say. He's President of the United States. Joe Biden came in, and his first year in office, we broke the all-time record for illegal aliens entering the country. The all-time record, Joe Biden's first year in office. Second year in office, they broke the record of the year before, a new all-time record, two record years in a row. Then, third year, 2023, again, a number greater than the two years preceding. And this is on purpose. This is not by accident or anything like that. 
And they're so corrupt. Well, everything they do is corrupt. I'll get back to the New York corruption on the illegal aliens. Completely nuts. Now, President Trump won, and he pointed out correctly and truthfully that Joe Biden is the most incompetent and the most corrupt president that I believe, certainly since electricity came around, so since Joe Biden started running for president. Uh, and November 5th can't come soon enough. And honestly, then the Democrats, President Trump wins on November 5th. The Democrats are going to burn the country down again because they have organized all the criminal elements in the United States, and they're all Democrats, as it turns out. Pretty amazing stuff. Nikki Haley, um, she's still in the race. She says she's going to stay in through Super Tuesday. Then maybe look for her to jump ship and go to no labels or to some third-party operation. This isn't about him. It's about the American people. And if states like Colorado and Michigan and Minnesota want to start winning again, you have to have somebody on the ticket that can win a general election. In every one of the early states, yes, did Donald Trump win? I give him that. But he lost 40% of the vote. You can't win a general election if you can't get 40% of Republican primary voters. You just can't. Well, that's uh, that's her position. Of course, you're kind of monkey-wrenching the system and, and all of that. Um... Nikki Haley then was on with her pals at CNN yesterday, and it sounded like this. I am telling you, there will be a female president of the United States. It will either be me or it will be Kamala Harris. If Donald Trump is the Republican nominee, we will see a president Kamala Harris. I see. Well, that you know, don't threaten me. Uh, honestly, that's have you ever heard such a political threat before? Completely crazy. Now, Rashida Tlaib, who is an extremist and a radical, genuinely love to call you know people that have American flags and on poles in their front yard extremists. Rashida Tlaib is a jihadi, a genocidal racist, a genocidal anti-Semite. She's anti-American, and uh, you know she uh, self-immolated in front of the the Israeli embassy, as Democrats are now fond of doing. Uh, it would be completely unsurprising. When seventy-four percent of Democrats in Michigan support a ceasefire, yet. President Biden is not hearing us. This is the way we can use our democracy to say, listen, listen to Michigan. Listen to the families right now that have been directly impacted, but also listen to the majority of Americans who are saying enough. No more wars. No more using our dollars to fund a genocide. No more wars. Well, then maybe your terrorist friends should stop butchering Jewish women and kidnapping and raping everybody and murdering everyone, and calling for genocide. But that's what Rashida Tlaib supports. She is all in, and if we had a news media, they would tell the truth about her. But because of critical race theory and diversity, equity, and inclusion, they lie about everything, including Rashida Tlaib being a, she's a soft jihadi so far, uh, you know, until uh, she self-detonates. But I'll report that when that comes along. There's a kind of a calming feeling I always tell folks when I think of the Holocaust and the tragedy of the Holocaust. Hey, it's Chris Plant. Excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Visit chrisplantcruise.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS. You need Shopify for retail. 
From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Yes, and it's mailbag day, so we're going to have to, we're going to get to the mailbag questions. Uh, and uh, lots of crazy Democrats and illegal alien news all over the place. How many illegal aliens are on welfare? In the, and how many legal um, immigrants are on welfare in the United States? That's coming up. And I've got the mayor of Athens, Georgia, who uh, came out to tell the people of Athens that everything is fine and illegal aliens that murder college girls are really not a problem. That's coming up. Let's, uh, let's go to the telephones now. Hey, speaking of Georgia, let's go to Bill calling from Savannah, Georgia. William, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Thanks, Chris. Honor and a pleasure to be with you. I Welcome. Tell you, you always talk about the um, media ignoring the power to ignore. Yes. I uh, did a morning talk show host here for over uh, 20 years. Uh, we just had uh, William Friend here, who is from Savannah, one of the FBI whistleblowers. Yes. And he spoke to a big uh, major meeting uh, a few weeks ago, and uh, the media failed to show up. It should have been the lead story every night uh, on every sh- uh, every station. And you're, you're from Savannah, Georgia, William Friend, FBI, former FBI official and an FBI whistleblower. He held an event, yep. and not a single local media outfit showed up to cover the William Friend event. That is correct. Wow. I uh, did you hear the Laurel Logan um, stuff I that I played in the last hour? Our news media, yes, I, I've been saying it for a long time, Bill. Um, the most corrupt institution in the United States of America is the American news media. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Uh, we just had uh, at our uh, the downtown Kiwanis Club every year, we do the star student, star teacher program where we honor the top students from every high school, public and private in the county. Nice. And again, none of the stations showed up. Is that right? In yeah. Savannah, Georgia. Mm-hmm. Our paper now is uh, is made up in Texas and is printed in Gainesville, Florida, and they mail it to us. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Well, if you're a billionaire, you could start your own TV station, your own newspaper. That's true. All I need is <laughs> a billion. All I need is a billion. Wow. <laughs> our news media. I, 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 you know, the only... The only positive news I can report on this, Bill, is that people are really noticing, people are, eyes are being opened, that they're so corrupt, that it's so shameless, it's so obvious, that even a blind man can see how corrupt our news media is. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about... How to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. Yeah, how many uh, immigrants are on welfare in the United States of America? And if you come to the United States to go on welfare, should you be catapulted into one of our oceans? That's a fair question, I think. We, uh, you know, we're America. We could build catapults. 
where you could pre-position catapults everywhere. And today is mailbag day. I, I have more audio I want to get to here. Let's go to let's go to Debbie Dingle. Debbie Dingle is a member of the House of Representatives because her husband was a member of the House of Representatives, and then he died. So the Democrats said, I know, let's act like we're Bhutan. Let's act like we're the Philippines. We'll just give that congressional seat to his widow because she'll vote exactly the same way, and all we care about is power. That's the left, and they're here to destroy the United States of America as we know it. Debbie Dingle. she was on, what, CNN yesterday when she said some crazy stuff that, now again, keeping in mind that when President Trump was president, there was no war in the Middle East. In fact, he and his son-in-law, uh, Jared Kushner, secured three peace deals between Israel and three different Arab nations, and there were more in the pipeline, including Saudi Arabia. There was no war in Europe. Uh, Putin wasn't invading Ukraine or any place else. But then Feckless Joe came along, and... There is war everywhere. We're having our ships fired at by the Houthi rebels, funded by Iran. Joe Biden gave $6 billion to Iran in exchange for five hostages. Of course, the Obama-Biden administration freed up tens and tens of billions of dollars for Iran, the world's number one state sponsor of terror. But never mind that. Here's uh, Debbie Dingell living in this demented fantasy world. And honestly, there are there. Uh, at what point do we declare the whole party to be mentally ill. They're completely insane. Debbie Dingell, she got her job from her dead husband. You do not want Donald Trump to be president. If Hamas had done this uh, under a Trump presidency, I'm not sure that he wouldn't have just knew Gaza, to be perfectly frank. So we have very honest, very blunt conversations, but I understand how people are hurting in this community and that they are calling for a ceasefire. Yeah, people are hurting in this community. That's the jihad community in Michigan she's talking about. She's from Michigan because that's where her husband won her job for her. And um, I'm sorry, Trump would nuke Gaza and she has very frank discussions, like beans and franks discussions. She she has a tiny little brain. She lives in a demented world. Uh, and honestly, President Trump would nuke Gaza. There wouldn't have been a war in Gaza. There would be no dead, jihadi, criminal, genocidal, you know, bearded women, psychopaths of Hamas. They'd all be alive because they wouldn't have attacked Israel and butchered all those people savagely in the first place. But this is the crazy propaganda. This is what Lara Logan was talking about, too. And by the way, we're going to post that Lara Logan, if we haven't already. We're going to post that Lara Logan video. Uh, So you can share it with your friends on our social media, on Twitter and on Facebook and and where else, you know, yeah, Instagram, sure, Instagram and places like and, you know, you can share it with your Democrat friends who think that the news media is great. But uh, honestly, Debbie Dingell saying Trump, oh, I don't know, he would have dropped a nuclear weapon. No, actually, there would be peace in the Middle East and there would be peace in Europe. And hundreds of thousands of people would be alive instead of being dead, which is what they are now. Amazing, amazing lies that the lying Debbie Dingle tells because she's mental. She's a mental case. But this is the, this is the insane propaganda that these mental dwarves, can you say dwarves? 
that, uh, yeah, because the FAA wants to hire dwarves, and they put dwarves in there, so that's how I know that we can use the word dwarves. But the uh, Debbie Dingle, yes, yeah, as President Trump would drop, drop a nuke on Gaza. I, I, don't, I don't think that's true. But the Democrats give the terrorists billions of dollars with which they kill Jews because they're genocidal racists. But other than that, they're uh, doing real good. Yeah. And the left-wingers at places like the Hill, Democrat Dingle says Trump may have nuked Gaza amid anger at Biden. What are what? Well, he would be president and Biden wouldn't be anywhere around. He'd be in a coma, which he is now. Amazing. Representative Debbie Dingell, Democrat Michigan, warned on Tuesday that her colleague Rashida Tlaib, a jihadi, Rashida Tlaib's anger at President Biden in his administration's handling of the Israel-Hamas war, the terrorists destroying civilization, would backfire if it helps elect former President Trump, who she said could be far worse for Palestinians. Really? Because he got three peace deals in the Middle East. And no war. Joe Biden is obviously far worse for Gaza because now they're all being bombed as they deserve to be bombed, richly deserve to be. We should be dropping, uh, what do we call Moabs? Moabs, the mother of all bombs. And uh, Moabs all over uh, Gaza. And uh, we should fill all the tunnels with concrete uh, with all the jihadis in there and let it dry. We should have tri- quick drying concrete. But they've got lots of hostages down there that they're torturing and raping every day because that's what the Democrats create. That's the world that they create. Dingle said it's important to listen to the Muslim and Arab American communities. They have communities. We should wall them off and make them no-go communities because more than 100,000 of them voted for jihad yesterday in Michigan rather than voting for Joe Biden. This is your Democrat Party in 2024. John King is a Democrat. He works at CNN. I wonder if he's going to get a $24.5 million payout. Well, he's not a gay black man, so he probably won't. John King, who comes from Boston, he he said that uh, in Dearborn, Michigan, that Joe Biden, uh, because it's full of jihadis, that Democrats love having in the country because they're anti-American too. And they're anti-Western too. And they're anti-Semites too. See, that's two, two, two. The, 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 uh, and here's John King. He's looking at his little map with his little uh, finger sketchy thing. And he's, oh, no. Oh, no. Joe Biden is losing to nobody. Joe Biden is losing to uncommitted. And uh, in Dearborn, Michigan, it's going to become a no-go zone like they have with uh, Muslims in France. John King on CNN, he's shocked. These are the unofficial results from the city of Dearborn, but on city letterhead, this is what Joe Biden received. Again, forgive me, 1,141 votes. Dean Phillips, 54 votes. 54 for... Uncommitted, make sure I get this right. Get it right. 3,700 and three votes. So that's a wow. If you look at it this way, this is 23%, and this is 75%. 75% voted for nobody like the yippies. You know, nobody for president. Joe Biden got 1,141 votes, and nobody 
got 3,703 votes, according to John King at CNN. This is last night. They were still tabulating votes. It didn't get any better. And uh, Biden got uh, you know less than 25% of the vote because the jihad vote got 75%. Kill the Jews. It's uh, like a write-in campaign. Write-in, kill the Jews, Rashida Tlaib said, because we hate the Jews. And they got a lot of jihadis there. Now, John King wanted to make clear, it's not like this was the whole state of Michigan. It's just the jihad pocket. This is just the city of Dearborn, but that is where the biggest pocket of the Muslim American, the Arab American population. This is a place President Biden carried big time in 2020. This is key to his chances of defeating Donald Trump in Michigan. So you see in the city we were looking at most closely for how mad, how mad are people at the president? That's a very significant number out of Dearborn. They're very, very angry. They, uh, that's because they're genocidal. They hate the Jews. And they're Democrats in good standing. And so is Rashida Tlaib. And so is Ilhan Omar. And given half a chance, you know, to kill a Jew and get away with it. Somebody should ask him that at a press conference. If you could kill a Jew and get away with it, would you? Or you might say, would you? Would you? Because, you know, that's, uh, that's your Democrat party. You have made me very angry. <laughs> Very angry indeed. Very angry indeed. All right, so uh, President Trump mopped the floor with Nikki Haley, and nobody uh, mopped the floor with Joe Biden, at least in Dearborn, Michigan, because they've got the jihad vote locked up. That's your Democrat party. Amazing party it is. Yes, it is. They are, what is the uh, turn of phrase? Oh, they're not on our side. That's what it is. And when the race wrapped up, 99% of the vote in, 13.3% of the state of Michigan voted for uncommitted. That means they're anti-Semites and they're pro-Hamas. 81%, 81.1% voted for Joe Biden. But never mind that because Nikki Haley got 26.5% of the vote in Michigan with 99% in, and Donald Trump got 68%, 68.2%, to Nikki Haley's 26%. That is mopping the floor. And now it's on to Super Tuesday, and let's win there, to paraphrase Bobby Kennedy, before Sirhan Sirhan shot him in the head, a Palestinian, just by the way, and killed him on his, uh, his quest for the uh, presidential nomination of the Democrat Party in 1968. Pretty amazing stuff. Now let's get on to the Democrats' big... Uh, well, let's go to um, let's go to the psychopath who is, I'm sorry, the liberal from Athens, Georgia, because he uh, decided to come out and talk to the people of Athens, Georgia, where there's a university, and at the university, a young woman was murdered by an illegal alien from Venezuela as so many women are, murdered by illegal aliens from Venezuela, uh, waved into the country by Joe Biden and the Democrats. Now, here he is. His name is Kelly Gertz, G-I-R-T-S, not like Bill Gertz at the Washington Times, who is an excellent reporter. Athens, Georgia Mayor uh, Kelly Gertz, and he's like, oh, let's not, let's not get all caught up in who killed who. Come on, uh, let's not pretend that 
immigrants kill people uh, at higher numbers than anyone else. I caution against conflating immigration and crime. The data demonstrates that the two are not connected. Liar. Um, that, no, we're, we're, see, once again, we're talking about immigrants. That's the lie. That's where the lie is. We're talking about illegal aliens, illegal immigrants, whose first act here is to break our laws. And then they come into the country, and the Democrats give them your car and your daughter and a gift basket and your social security number, and then they uh, squat in your house and kill your dog. Uh, just uh, generalizing here a little bit, but there it is. Let's not conflate. Honestly, we're talking about illegal immigrants. They say, oh, immigrants don't commit crimes. It's not what we're talking about. And they know it. There are 10,000 ways to lie in the naked city. Athens Mayor Kelly Gertz. It's my 18th year as a local government policymaker. And my work has overlapped with four U.S. presidencies and numerous iterations of Congress. All of them have failed to reach agreement on how to handle immigration. Appreciate the work of the Illegal. recent bipartisan group of senators and this recent bipartisan group in the here, Senate here come the people. has crafted a bill to make headway on this issue. While no legislation is perfect, this would be a step forward. And I urge Congress and the White House to act now and demonstrate a willingness to continue to work on complementary legislation in the future. You're the mayor of a college town in Georgia. You don't have a lot of say about bills going through Congress in Washington, D.C., but thank you for your arrogance. Now, the people that showed up, they've decided they've had about enough of this guy because he's a lion Sacagawea. And they know that he's a lion Sacagawea. So, uh, and he's coming out saying, oh, you know, hey, we got to break a few eggs. College girls going to be murdered by Venezuelan gang members in Athens, Georgia. And let's not conflate illegal aliens, but he just says immigrants because he's a lion Sacagawea with crime. Uh, many, many of the elements, liar. many of the elements, we are here to listen, we are here to listen, there will be time for questions. You are guilty and you got blood on your head for this murder, sir. Many of the aspects that are ascribed to sanctuary cities. He ignores them. He just you know what are things mean. that are disallowed by Georgia law. And uh, it didn't stop there. The police chief had to come in and escort the mayor out because the American people have had about enough of these lion sacks of Julia. Thank you, everyone, for being here today. I appreciate your time. Now, I would say that this episode in Athens, Georgia, with the Lion Sacagawea Democrat uh, coming out and just uh, BSing the people, and then the people respond. I'd say that that's what's happening all over America right now, even if it's not happening in public. The American people are waking up to the big lie, the gurgle, you know, Joseph Gurgle, and the big lie uh, that the Democrat Party is. Everything they say, pretty much everything they say is a lie. Ask them what time it is. You better get a second source because they are lying, Sacagawea, and they, and, uh, you know, and that's, again, these people in Athens, Georgia, you have blood on your hands. You lie. That's going on all over the United States of America. These people need to be removed from public office. Did I hear you correctly say that perhaps he was influenced by Gurgle? 
And the mailbag is coming up in the next hour as well. Now, we've been talking about the corruption of the news media. And uh, the Lara Logan testimony on Capitol Hill about the awful news media and their corrupt their corrupt pals. But last week we talked about Catherine Herridge, formerly of Fox News, then at CBS News. Catherine Herridge, an investigative journalist, was fired by uh, the woman who's the president of CBS News, former CNN uh, person, now the president of CBS News. And the great reporter Catherine Herridge was fired by CBS News. And you may remember that they seized her laptops, her computers, her files, her phones. They seized everything and uh, said, oh, this is perfectly. No, we just locked the door when she was outside of the office and didn't let her back in. That's all. They said, well, CBS News, the villain of the story in a huge way, even left-wing idiot uh, bootlick Democrat journalists were saying, wow, that's pretty scary. That's outrageous what CBS is doing to Catherine Herridge. Now, get a load of this. The New York Post, but not the Washington Post covering it. CBS News boss, the CBS president, who signed off on firing Catherine Herridge to get free speech award. She's getting the big free speech award. The CBS News boss who signed off on the controversial ouster of Catherine Herridge, a respected Washington correspondent who has been embroiled in a high-profile First Amendment case, is nevertheless being honored with a free speech award next week. CBS News President Ingrid Cyprian Matthews was selected by the Radio Television Digital News Association to be among 13 honorees at the 33rd Annual First Amendment Awards, ironically and appropriately perhaps, at the Watergate Hotel in Washington, D.C. The irony was not lost on CBS News insiders who cited the fact that the exec played a key role in pushing out Herridge, an award-winning investigative journalist who is under pressure from a U.S. District Court judge for not revealing how she learned about a federal probe into a Chinese-American scientist. This is, this is our news media. You destroy the First Amendment, and they give you a First Amendment award. The Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcast. The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen.